0: Hey everyone, I wanted to get into a topic that I have been kind of prolonging and prolonging. Um, Been thinking about it a lot, Um, and I'm sure you could tell from the title, um, when I title it, that it is about sexual abuse. Um, A lot of my narcissistic abuse, Um, when it came to the sexual side of things, a lot of it had to do with psychology, um, and psychological abuse more than, um, necessarily like physical, um, abuse. So, I mean, they kind of are tied into each other. Um, but yeah, I mean, from, from the beginning of our relationship, um, there was always kind of, like, sexual tension. Um, I remember the, you know, there's a lot of... <laughs> there was a lot of... This is a very difficult subject for me to talk about, so I'm trying to... I thought about this different ways, different ways to say it, different ways to... Um, kind of relive it, and so I just kind of haven't, because I don't think I've wanted to really go there, and sometimes different things will come up in my head, and I know that this subject is a little bit more, um, you know, graphic, and I'm trying to do it in a way that's not too um, graphic, I guess, but yeah, well, I mean, here it goes, I mean... (laughs) So, when it came to sexuality with us, my partner pretty early on um I think the sex was okay I think it was I think it was good um, it was just always a little off um, a lot of times after sex it was either that's when a lot of the psychological stuff would happen the the ridiculing um me um It was typically either I didn't go long enough or I went too long, um, you know, during sex. There was always some kind of negative, um, you know, reinforcing that I am not good at sex, basically, from her standpoint. Um, I don't really like talking about sex with people a lot just because I feel it, it's never been, because it comes across as kind of like arrogant or whatever, but I've, I've had sexual partners in the past and I've never had those complaints. I've never had anybody, um, ridicule me or anything like that. So that was something that I was pretty confident in. Um, but when I got into a relationship with a narcissist, she, she let me know, I think, pretty quickly, how awful she thought that I was at it. Um, and it happened pretty much every time we would have sex. It was either, um, you know, you go too quick or you're not looking out for my needs. Um, you know, you only want to get off and you don't want me to get off type thing. And then she would start to tell me about all the men she'd been with and how, um, they used to, all the men, all the guys she'd been with used to tell her that she had a This is her words, but she would say, everyone told me that I had a magic pussy. Like, I have a magic pussy, and, you know, how do you not see that? How do you not see how good I am to you? How good uh, you can have it with me, and stuff like that. And then um, she would also just randomly bring up things about um, my passion and say that I wasn't passionate enough. Um, And there was, like, this, this push and pull of you know, different storylines that would be told to me, you know, as the relationship wore on um, and her telling me that I wasn't assertive enough, that I wasn't um, aggressive enough. And she did. um, It was, it was weird. And then when we first started dating, she would want me to be more adventurous with our sex life, like doing things in public. Um, and when we first started dating, you know, it was a lot of the, uh, putting me on a pedestal and building me up and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, this girl is so wonderful to me. I don't want to disrespect her in any way because I feel like she deserves more than just to be treated like a whore in a bathroom stall at a bar. And like, you know what I mean? Um, but we would go out together drinking or whatever and she'd be like let's go in the bathroom and it's like what no and then she would tell me I wasn't adventurous enough for her and in, in my mind I'm like these are probably this is probably the type of shit she did with people um in her past um but I wasn't really feeling it like it I didn't feel like that was like the kind of relationship I wanted with her um I didn't want to do those types of things in those moments. I just wasn't in that zone. And then I would get ridiculed saying that I wasn't adventurous enough. I wasn't passionate enough. I didn't want to have sex with her. And everyone tells me I have this magic pussy. And, you know, you you just don't see it. You know, how dare you type thing. So that made me feel even more disconnected in our sex life. And then, um, I mean, when we first started dating, um, we would reciprocate um, orally Um, and it only happened for the first couple of months and then it turned into basically this pattern after a few months of I don't remember the exact timeline but I know it was fairly early on it was before I moved to New York with her so before um, yeah before that happened this was already kind of you know, a discussion that's not passionate and blah, blah, blah. Um, But, yeah, it got to a point to where she would never show me physical attention. She would never show me, um, even, you know, before sex or anything, just a physical, um, just being physical, just sitting down and watching a movie Rubbing my shoulders, rubbing my feet or anything like that, you know, or just just holding hands or caressing each other's arms or whatever, you know, anything. There was there was nothing. She was she was pretty much just um, shut down to me. Um, And I do very much my I think part of my love language is physical touch. Um, And so that was difficult for me to want to be this assertive person that she was asking me to be. She wanted me to be this assertive person, but yet she was completely shut off to me. And um, it, was, it was just odd. But every night um, when we would have sex during those times, she would ask me to go down on her. But she said that it was gross to go down on a guy um, and that it was not something she was into all of a sudden when she was at the beginning of the relationship. Um, and not only that, she would say like, well, when I do, you go too fast. Or when I do, you, um, don't, you are only looking out for yourself and, you know, guys can get off super easy. It's all about, you know, it's a lot more hard work to get a girl off. So why would I want to go down on you when (laughs) you're, you're just going to get off easily anyway, so it doesn't matter type thing. Um, and it just got to a point to where it was just, you know, take, take, take. Um, and then afterwards, I don't think there was one time that I had sex with her that was just kind of like a, wow, that was really good. It was always, oh, you're so this, or oh, you're so that, like, are you even engaged? Are you even, it was just like, I would start getting attacked afterwards about how I was sexually. Like, you don't, you don't even, you're not even attracted to me. Like, I don't even think you're attracted to me. I think you go so long because you can't even get off when you have sex with me. Like, I feel like you just can't even orgasm because you just are so turned off by me. Like, what's your problem? Why are you... and like, just make up these ideas and make up these stories, um, the things I never said. And she would say things like, <clears throat> why don't you just bend me over the table and fuck me in the kitchen and stuff like that. Like when, if you feel attracted to me, just take me, you know, and she would say things like this to me. Um, but then Speaking out of the other side of her mouth, she would talk about, you know, um, men being too aggressive and, you know, physical assault and especially white men taking what they want, even so much so to the point to where when I picked my kid up to brush his teeth. You know, I've said that many times. I know I've talked about it before. You know, she called me a rapist because I'm a white male taking what I want. But then when it came to our sex life, she would. Tell me these are the things she wanted. Um, but in no way at all did I feel comfortable doing that. Um, and at one point during our relationship, um, I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this like the wake up sex, like you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and the next thing you know, you're both having sex type thing and you're both kind of groggy. Um, that happened once. Um, I just remember waking up and bodies moving and both of us already kind of like into the moment and I was real groggy and I, you know, I just assumed that she was too. But the next morning she started telling me, I can't believe you took advantage of me like that. Like, I feel like you took advantage of me when I was sleeping and I was like, wait, what? I woke up and you were, you were moving. Your body was moving. Like, she was like, you know, no, no, no. And then it kind of ended there. So, I made sure to, you know, there was a little bit of an argument. Basically, she was trying to insinuate that I had taken advantage of her sexually. Um, But she let it die on the vine, I guess, a little bit. So, I thought, Um, and it didn't get brought up for years. Um, Then later on, once the Me Too movement started and all this stuff, she said, you've raped me. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I remember that time when we were, when I was asleep and you just, like, took advantage of me and just fucked me anyway? Like, she was like, I was totally raped by you. You raped me. It's possible for a husband to rape his wife. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what happened. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't. It's really hard to talk about because I do still feel um, some sort of weird kind of shame and I do feel shameful about the way that men behave towards women and so I think she knows that I'm very sensitive when it comes to things like that and she knows that I'm sensitive when it comes to respecting women like I mean I wouldn't even do the things she wanted to do in a voyeuristic way I always treated her with respect and I think she knew that and I think she knew that I didn't you know I wasn't okay with that type of behavior or Um, you know, I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for relationships and the opposite gender, um, and everything. And so to be told by her all of a sudden flip the script and go from like, oh yeah, we were both just, you know, wake up sex, which I've had with multiple partners, you know, like that's happened. Like, I know this is a common thing, you know, it's happened with the partner I'm with now. Um, and, and it's just kind of sometimes what happens. So, but then, you know, but then you start getting in your own head and it's just this psychological battle of like, fuck, did I, did I, did I totally take advantage of her? And it's like, then you go back over the facts and like, I've, I relived that memory, you know, over and over and over again. And there's no other way that I see it. So she wasn't able to kind of taint my memory of the situation. Um, I still see it very clearly as I remember what happened, but it's like, these are the things that happen. You replay things in your head over and over again, because when you're told something by a psych- by, by a, from a psychological standpoint, when you're told something, you know, three times in a row, four times in a row, five times in a row, like the more you say it, even if it's a, you know, a falsehood, it can start to become a truth. Even if you know it's not, <clears throat> you know, so then I got to a point to where I just started to really question my sanity. Um, I started to really question my sexual energy, my sexual patterns, my sexual behavior, um, you know, to the point so much so that I kind of didn't, I never wanted to really have sex with her. She, she would initiate um, because I was too afraid to initiate, because I was too afraid of being called names, especially closer to the end of the relationship. Um, I was too afraid of being told that I was too aggressive, being told that I was too, um, you know, like I was rapey or whatever, you know? So I just never, I never engaged, never tried to engage. Um, but she would ask me to rub her back every night. Um, you know, and, and, and many nights that ended up with us having sex, but not before I went down on her because she would, um, get really mad at me if I would not, go down on her before having sex so then it got to a pattern to where I would give her oral sex pretty much every time um we had sex um and then uh and then afterwards I would still be ridiculed for saying like you weren't even into it you didn't even do a good job or um you didn't do it long enough or whatever it was there was always a reason and it's like why can't you go again you never want to have sex again after you After you get off, you just want to go to sleep, Um, which, again, is something that, um, I don't know. I just think I was afraid of her. I think I was afraid of the ridicule at that point. I was afraid of being told how horrible I am in bed, and I just wanted it over with. Um, And I did feel, in a weird sort of way, violated. I felt violated by her words. I felt... Like, I was trapped in a relationship that I wasn't free to explore myself sexually with her. Um, I wasn't getting out of it what I wanted. I was only giving her, uh, and I feel like it's a reciprocal thing when it comes to sexual charge and energy. Um, And I felt like it was a one-way street, and, you know, she kind of would just take it when she wanted it type thing and if i wasn't and if i wanted it then i was a rapist um and it just it that's that's the the dynamic that was set up um it was really awful like i i I didn't like it um so a lot of mine wasn't just you know it wasn't you know sexual abuse directly in my mind. Um I never really viewed it as that until I started doing some research on it and it's like oh yeah, the psychological side of of, you know, this sexual energy and everything else. <sighs> um I mean then there is also there's also uh I don't know, I felt like if I would talk about this there would be more that I would what I would I would kind of uncover. I know there for a while we were on <clears throat> kind of on I think it was about a year Maybe two years before I left the relationship, kind of closer to the end. Um, I remember it was right after our second son was born. She was kind of in this new phase of life and, you know, thinking that she was this healer type personality. And that's when she really started digging deep into being this, like, you know, very um, whimsical type figure and trying to present herself as such on social media and everything else. And, Really, kind of, re. I don't even know how to. I mean, I feel like all she does is is kind of, um, you know. Change herself. She changes herself ever so often and evolves and finds new friends and everything else. And I feel like she has a rotation of 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 you know her styles and her patterns and everything else that she kind of goes through and kind of just cocoons and and comes back out as a butterfly you know like this 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 cycle of of her personalities um and she was kind of going through one of those phases and this was a self-discovery phase and I was sleeping on the couch pretty much all the time at that point because I didn't I I didn't want to rub her back every night my hands hurt like I would get yelled at for falling asleep if I was exhausted after waking up at 6 a.m and doing stuff all day and then she would want to you know watch a movie in bed and then she would ridicule me for having such a long day with the kids and I I mean I would come home sometimes at 5 p.m after work and then I would just be with the kids all day and she would just relax on the couch Um, so she was on you know from the time I left to the time I got back and then she would relax and do whatever she wanted Um, a lot of times I was making dinner sometimes she would make dinner too though so I can't Really, say that that was an always thing um, to be fair, but you know, I mean, everyone's putting in work, that's what happens in families, and you know, it was just kind of like my back hurts, my legs hurt. What do you do all day? You don't do anything all day, you sell things, Um, and she would just kind of discard what I do and downplay what I do and really elevate all the things that she would do, and so I would feel shameful and guilty if I didn't rub her back every night because, you know, poor her, she was always in pain, you know, from the days and all the stress that she carries. So, you know, and then I would fall asleep because I'm exhausted. And next thing you know, I'm getting yelled at for falling asleep rubbing her back. And, you know, I'm just this horrible person, but I'm really just exhausted. So that was fun. Um so I started sleeping on the couch. Um And during that time, she would tell me about um, her new vibrators and she would tell me about how she was able to make herself orgasm more than she's ever made herself orgasm before. Any man, no man could ever make her orgasm this way and all this stuff. And, you know, and then she would she would talk about these things like I'm rediscovering myself and, you know, talk about how she loves the female body. Then she started telling me that she was bisexual. And I was like, but you're married. And she was like, I can still be bisexual, even if I'm married. I'm like, so does that mean you want to have other partners? I'm confused. You know, like, and she's like, I've always told you I was bisexual. I'm like, no, you haven't. So I'd never heard her say that once. Um, there was one time where she did make out with her friend, but I don't feel that that made her bisexual. She made out with her friend at a bar and I got really mad because I, again, it was a shock to my system. I walk out of the bathroom and she's sitting there making out with a girl and there's like 10 guys standing around them all staring and cheering and, you know, woo. And I'm just like, what the hell am I, what the hell is going on? And then she was like, I thought you'd be into that. I mean, look at all the other guys that were turned on by that. Why aren't you turned on by that? And I'm like, because you're the mother of my child. (laughs) Like, I don't want to walk out of the, this isn't something we've discussed. This is, you know, I got blindsided. Like, if this is what you are, and this is what you're into. That's one thing, but you've never had a discussion with me about this kind of thing. Like, it's never been like, Hey, fair warning. Sometimes I get drunk and make out with my friends. Hope that's okay. Like it's nothing against anything. Like it, it was never anything like that. There was never a discussion. Um, and then I would have been able to kind of air my thoughts on it. And, you know, maybe this situation would have never happened, but instead it does. And then I get ridiculed for being jealous or overbearing, which, I just want any, a lot of people need to realize that jealousy isn't necessarily a bad emotion. Um, jealousy can actually be a very strong, powerful emotion that can be there for good reason. I mean, it's there as a protective device. It's uh it's to protect that which you hold dear to yourself. Now, jealousy can be a really nasty, awful thing as well. um, if, if you allow jealousy to be like the, the main thing in your life. Um, but if it's for legitimate reasons, jealousy isn't necessarily a bad thing. You're protecting, it's a protective emotion. So anyway, um, yeah, so she went through this self-discovery phase. All of a sudden, she's now a newfound, uh, not so newfound bisexual person, which is, kind of a shock to me but whatever I just kind of left it alone and then she starts you know telling me about how she made herself orgasm so many times and all this stuff like almost trying to be like playful and cutesy with me and I'm just kind of like in my head I'm just like gross you're gross I don't like you you know like but at the same time there's still this trauma bond there and your cortisol levels are all fucked up and you know you still have this an emotional connection to this person you think oh well maybe maybe she is discovering herself maybe she will you know maybe sex would be better now and maybe she's really is going through this like discovery phase of her own sexuality and uh, maybe she'll be more open in our sex life and stuff like that and um and so we did end up having sex um the first couple times were okay they were better they were you know i i guess i should say they were good um you know, she was always kind of into a little bit more, um, I guess, like sub-dom type sex because I think she does have a lot of. I don't know. I think she's got a lot of issues personally, but you know, I don't think hers came from like as much of a playful place um, as some people. But you know, she did enjoy like choking and blah blah blah. A lot of people do. It's it's not that uncommon, um, but you know, she, she told me that she watched some TV show on Hulu or something like that. I don't know, but it was about dominant women and it was kind of like a sexual in nature show. And she was talking about, she said she wanted to punch me in the face, um, while having sex. I want to punch you in the face while watching you bleed. Um, I want to be on top of you controlling you and punching you. And I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? Um, And then it got to a point like she didn't say this to me until she was literally and I was literally inside of her. And then I'm like, um, she was like, can you live out my fantasy with me? Can you let me punch you? Um, And so I was at a very vulnerable place with literally being inside of her in that moment. And so I, I said, yeah, even though I didn't really want to, I did felt like it was a little bit of a coercive situation. And if I would have said no, she would have made a big deal out of it. It would have ended everything. So then I'm like, well, what do I do? Like, we're not being very active with each other sexually. I don't want to have another bad experience after sex. Like, maybe just give her what she wants. But, like, I felt like there was just this constant buildup of, of, you know, basically coaching me to accept her... um, ridicule of me for so long um that i lived in fear of her ridicule um it's really fucked up <laughs> it's all it's all really fucked up um looking back at it thinking about it but yeah but i let her punch me in the face you know like three times during sex and it was um kind of sucked um she was really happy with it apparently but then i just didn't want to I don't know. I mean, like, that was, like, one of the few times that we didn't fight after she was able to live out her, you know, sadism, uh, you know. Um, and then I'm thinking, am I just going to have to get beat up during sex to have sex with this person? Is this just what's going to happen? Um, but, you know, the next time we had sex, she started talking to me about... Um, while we were having sex, about how she wanted to bring another person. Like, she wanted to have sex with another person. She wanted to bring another person into our relationship. Like, that's going to fix anything. And, um, I was, I was hesitant. And I think she said something about kind of, I don't know if she wanted like a swinger situation. And she's like, I don't know if I want a male or a female, but I mean, somebody. Um, and then I was like, sure, if I could have a female too, like, because I thought she was being playful, like I didn't take it serious in the moment because she was saying it not in a serious way. And then she, you know, and I thought she was joking. So you know, I I was just kind of like, sure, while we're making playing make believe, yeah, I'll I'll take a female too type thing. And um, she was just kind of like, ew, what the fuck? Like, are you fucking serious? And then she like instantly like pushed off of me, stood up, um, stormed out of the room. And I was like, whoa, what just happened? And she was like, I wasn't talking about a person for you. You don't have any problem with your sex life. Like, I'm good enough for you. But, you know, and then it turned into like I was talking about for me, a plaything for me, not for you. Um, and it just turned into this whole thing um are you not attracted to me you think you need to fuck somebody else and I'm like what the fuck you were just talking about this like you started this conversation and then it was just kind of like then I got ridiculed for um you know basically in my mind wanting equality um but that ended the sex right there and then I don't think we had sex for months after that um and then I just got constantly ridiculed about how about her? Is that the kind of girl you want to fuck? Is that the kind of girl that's better than me? like, And all this stuff. And it just turned into this nasty, 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 nastiness. And It was all during sexual encounters with a narcissist. Um, so um, yeah, there's a lot of trauma bonds. There was a lot of, you know, I think a part of me, is a very competitive person in nature. And sometimes I compete with myself. Sometimes I, I do have a, a desire to be kind of, you know, not necessarily desire, but I kind of have a personality of a a perfectionist when it comes to certain things. I, I am really, I do like to not give up on certain situations and that, you know, apparently to a fault, not give up, like, um, trying to please my partner that I know I'll never actually be able to please. Um, so that's, um, probably part of the reason that I, stayed with this person as long as I did or even engaged in sexual activity because I wanted to be the best in every way in my own head when it came to like for this person I want to be the best sexual partner for this person because now we are married together and all this stuff and it just it was basically trying to fit a square peg in a round hole I mean it just wasn't gonna fucking happen like there's no way to do that with a narcissist um And I recognize that now, um, but when you're in it, it just seems so real. And all the shit you put up with, it just seems so overwhelming and impossible to escape. Um, Yeah, I mean, so I guess most of my sexual, you know, quote unquote abuse was more psychological but from a, you know, psychologically but it's like the sexual side of it. So is it sexual abuse? I think, I think it's definitely psychological abuse, um, and manipulation. Um, I mean, she did, she did get physical with me, but I also technically, um, agreed to it, but I did feel violated. I did feel violated on multiple occasions having sex with her. Um, and I did feel like I wasn't getting out of it what I wanted. So therefore, I, I do feel that it was sexually abusive. Um, it wasn't, you know, rape or assault, but it was coercion and manipulation and um, just, just demeaning, demoralizing, um, basically attacking the male ego. And she knew she knows about the male ego. Trust me. She always talked to me about how much of an ego I had, and I think that she used that to her advantage. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I have any more ego than any other person, really. But um, I feel to I feel like I'm I can be pretty humble, but you know I try at most things I do, and I'm humble and I want to be the best in whatever situation. But I know that I'm not. Simultaneously, I I don't have such a big ego. Um, and she would also ridicule me when we were in fights, telling me that you know I don't that I'm horrible at sex, sex with me is the most horrible sex you've ever had, and then, like when we're not fighting all of a sudden, she like wants to have sex, and it's like what what the hell if I'm the most horrible sexual partner you've ever had, why are you still wanting to have sex with me why you know like um and I know it was just to you know. Get to me, and then she would say things like, Oh, I know your poor ego, you're just the best at everything, you're, you can't hurt his ego, we can't hurt it, you know, and just be really mocking and demoralizing. And it was just, it was just awful. Um, it's really awful. Um, I'm feeling far enough removed to, to discuss these things. Um, tried to keep it less graphic, but I mean, some of the, the stuff is kind of graphic, but. Um, I don't know. We're all adults here, hopefully. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about all I have for this episode. Really? I, I, this is just a topic and a a subject that I kind of wanted to discuss. Um, I'm sure if you've been in a situation like this, you can, you can relate. Um, Hopefully, if you're going through it now, you can relate and you can be like, oh, shit, I'm going through the same things. And you can listen to um, other podcasts or some of my previous podcasts and get some advice, get some tips on how to um, relieve yourself of this toxic, toxic person. Um, Yeah, that's all I have for today, everyone. Um, Have a good day. I will hope to speak to you all soon. Signing off for now. Bye.